you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. Relentless MMA and Fitness at 2118 Highway 45 in Columbus, Mississippi takes on the best martial arts training in Columbus today. Proudly training people of all ages and abilities. At Relentless, the goal is to provide the Golden Triangle with quality martial arts in a safe, family-friendly fashion to see mixed martial arts grow, teaching self-defense, fitness, and training to athletes of all calibers. At Relentless, we strive to be the best mixed martial arts gym by working to provide the best coaches and instructors curriculum and offer a clean, safe, fun environment for you and your family to learn. Plus, there's something for all ages and experience levels. Come see us today at Relentless MMA and Fitness, 2118 Highway 45, Columbus, Mississippi. Or call today for more information, 662-259-8005. That's 662-259-8005 for Relentless MMA and Fitness. Every professional fighter in boxing has at least 15 of those wins on the No, record. I want to know how many times they lose. To it that. does happen. Yeah, I'm sure. It does happen. Yeah, it happens for sure. Because you have a lot of these guys that turn into journeyman pros that were good enough that they could have possibly been something like somewhat special, but they took too many of those journeyman pro fights against these world beaters, and now they got a bunch of losses on their record. There was a fighter here in town, actually. That was him. Who that? Um... Not he's dead now. Oh, oh, Shannon Miller. I'll go ahead and say he's dead. Or Shannon, uh, Shannon is not Miller. A couple um, years back, yeah. Oliver's son. Yeah, Oliver Miller's son. He's dead. Yeah, he died of a heart attack a couple years ago. No Cheers, fucking guys. way, dude. Yeah, dude, you didn't know that. No, he was. Uh, uh, excuse me. If I remember the story right, he was uh, getting ready for a fight here in town. Um. I don't think I was fighting on that card. I wasn't, but he was getting ready. He was the main event, and uh, he was complaining about his chest hurting in training that night. He was sparring and stuff, whatever. He was like, man, my chest is hurting. I need to go to the hospital. They took him to the hospital. He's nauseated, threw up, whatever, and they, were, they didn't see anything. Columbus? So, uh-huh. Oh, wow. They sent him home, and uh, what it's called, it's called, it's, I think it's called exercise-induced heart attack or whatever, and it, it's, it's actually not that uncommon. Um, when And, you know, he had a – Kind of a tough life. And then, you know, when you go to the hospital, they can't, they won't see anything. It looks fine. But he went home and he passed away in the night. No fucking way. Yeah, he was dead the next morning. Yeah. And the uh, thing about him was, man, he was a extremely talented young boxer. He beat the shit out of me sparring one time. Um, Did your first pro boxing match in Columbus? Yeah. He was the main event, right? He was the main event, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he fought that night and that was the night they got in the big fight in the ring. Yeah, when they threw the chairs and all the shit, and yeah, and all the all, everybody girls rushed the ring, the fuck yeah. out, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Got Man, crazy. I don't know was it, who was there. I don't know if Taylor was there or not. I think she was. I remember her like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." I was like, "It's okay. It's not." Yeah, I got the kids out of there just because there was like a shooting there the weekend before, yes. and then I came back in. Yes, was Roy Jones at that one or the no. next one? No, there's a couple after that. Couple after that. Yeah, if Roy Jones would have been there. I'd be on a track by now. They took me Did up. Did you not come to the one when he was No, there? I didn't know he was there. He had like three fighters on that car. Yeah. We had this conversation. And I then think. Sean, who was the Super promoter sad. from the thing, like he was like, man, you got to come meet him. And he took me upstairs to the locker room because they had their own private locker room like I did oh. my last fight. They had their own locker room. Because like, when I fought as a main event after Shannon passed, I, I fought a guy who was pretty good, and I lost a decision to him. And uh, um, when that happened after that fight, that's when Roy Jones and they gave him that locker room, like the private locker room upstairs, and uh, they went up and introduced me to him. And how everything. many boxing matches have you done? Two. Why did I know about the second one? When was it? Do you know? A year after the first one. I wonder why I didn't know about that. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, you didn't but see I me lose a decision in boxing. No, match? really? Okay. Because I, yeah, I've just done two. The last fights I was at was the was the uh, chair throwing. Oh, that was the first one. Because yeah, yeah, because like. Shannon was beating somebody up, and they threw it, in the towel. Yeah, and then Shannon. And then he picked up the towel and threw it. Kicked it back yeah. at the. Kicked, okay, yeah. Yeah, kicked it back at the And coach. then, like, all fucking hell broke loose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a pretty crazy night. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Dude, I'll tell you what's crazier than that was the night that Roy Jones Jr. was there one time. Uh, they had hired somebody to put this ring up, and they had fucked it up royally. It was had these dips and valleys, and they were already starting the show. They started the show at, like, 730 which was like 30 minutes late, which is normal. 
Well, Larry Engel gets in the ring. And he's the ref from the commission. And he's like, oh, we're not fighting on this. Because there was all these big dips and valleys and holes in the ring where people could trip and like blow their knee out and shit. They put it up in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They, and I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, we're not. They were still putting it up when we got there. Like when they were about to open the doors, they were still putting the ring up. Oh, shit. Yeah. So um, I jump up there and I start helping them. And I, I, we're like trying to like fix it and make it where it's like level enough that Larry will let them fight. And finally, after fighting with it for a while, at like after 8 o'clock, 8 15, 8 30, we're fine. Like, we got to take this whole thing down and re and put it all back up again. I mean, everybody's there by now. Everybody's there. The, oh, all wow. the seats are full. So we take everything off. And they had put plywood down under the padding, but they didn't put it everywhere. Oh, wow. That's why it was so bumpy. Oh, shit. So we pulled all the plywood up. Why they did that, they had a big corner missing. Why they put that plywood down is completely beyond me. So you just took the plywood off? We just off. took the plywood off and put the ring back together. Really? Yep. And then, because Roy Jones was like, man, y'all got to take this whole ring up. They, they messed it up. Y'all can take the whole ring up. And I'm like, he's probably right, but we'll try to fix it without it. And then after a little while, I was like, y'all, Roy Jones was like, y'all got to take this ring up. And I was like, y'all know Roy Jones is right. All right, we got to take this <laughs> ring up. You know, Dude's been boxing forever. Right. He's, he's been, been knocking ends out in the ring and on the microphone for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> on the he said it, not me. Yeah. Hit him. Don't trip. Yeah, he hit him with a sucker move. He learned from a game cop. He did do that. He did. So... Yeah, because they forgot right. is why they forgot. Yeah, <laughs> they forgot he did. <laughs> they the forgot box, about it. So it's y'all like must, y'all must have forgot. <laughs> Who is Roy Jones Jr.? What do you know about a boxing ring? It's like, oh yeah, they forgot. Yeah, we forgot. I don't know. So yeah, they. Uh, it was a. It was an interesting experience. It. Uh, we didn't get started fighting until after nine o'clock at night, and um, but they just rolled through them and knocked them out real quick, and we were done at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Really, wasn't that bad? Yeah. So when you say knocked them out real quick, how many people actually got knocked out? Um, a lot. I don't remember. I was a judge on that fight. Oh, really? They wanted me. I came in as a judge. They wanted me to be the announcer on the TV, the online thing, because they were like, they heard me talking and whatever. And this guy was like, come on, sit down here with me. I want you to be the my co-announcer. I was like, man, I can't even do it. I'm, I'm judging. I'm judging the fight. I wow, you should have called me. Been like, my homeboy will be here in a minute. Fuck this <laughs> whole thing up, but he'll be here in a minute. And, uh... Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember. That's don't dope. Though. Or not. That would have been dope if you could have been the announcer. Yeah, they wanted not the announcer that gets in the ring, but like the, oh, yeah, com- yeah. the commentator. commentator. Yeah, but still, that would have been really fun. I can yeah. imagine how fun that would be. Yeah, you know what's weird? Like compared to local boxing matches and local MMA, like the undercards on local MMA is like they're still pretty decent. But yeah. local boxing matches, oh some God. of those, some of those early cards are weird, dude. dude. Like, <laughs> so were you there at the one where they threw all the shit in the ring? Yeah, it was there crazy, one. right? I was so, both of his. So, yeah. okay, here, I don't know if you were in the back with us or not. I can't remember this far back, but I do remember very, 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 very good. You remember the guy who had the fucking newspaper clipping? He was like a yes. super good fighter or some yes. shit. And then he oh, yeah. gets in there, and he's fucking throwing shit from Grandma's Charles house. Charles Harris. Oh, wow, you remember his name? Yeah. yeah. He, claimed to be he, a, came, he trained here a few yeah. times. He claimed let, to be let me what? He claimed to be uh, nineteen and one as a professional fighter, yeah. and he had never taken a fight. Before. He had never fought at professional. Stuck in the ring with no like old school. Didn't even have boxing shoes on, and his his shorts were like fucking gym shorts. So old, and his I was like, yeah. oh, this dude's supposed to be a boxing champion, and you could clearly tell. No, nah, I knew he wasn't a boxing no. champion because look, all right, here's what happened. He came in here, and he was like, I think he's a little off, but he um, would like. This is the thing about the local press, and I'm not trying to talk trash about the packet or the dispatch or whatever. But y'all got that one wrong. <laughs> they he like would just it? go up there and tell them things, and then they would write an article on it. Yeah, and he, they didn't fact check him. No fact checking. No fact checking at all. So they had, he had everybody in town believing that he had had like twenty professional fights. So they thought he had traveled and and done all this stuff, and he had not ever done any of it. I remember the he look stole, on his face. He stole a bunch of medals and trophies from Oliver's. And that's how he got everybody believing that. And he had done like a couple junior boxing matches with Oliver. Damn, see, I didn't know that. I knew he had went around telling everybody. A lot of that stuff he went around claiming was his was stuff he stole from Oliver's. He stole medals and trophies from Oliver's. Then he came in here one night. He's wearing his medal. Okay, first off, fighters do not do that. No. Okay, he's wearing his medal from this boxing match he supposedly won. And he's got his newspaper clipping in the gym. And he's like, yeah, guys, I'm 18 and one as a professional boxer. I'm hoping to come here and get some training in. I'm like, oh, damn. I don't know that I can, I can give you any work, dog, honestly. I was like, man, if you're 18 and one as a prof- professional, I'm not that good of a boxer. And I don't have anybody in here that is. 
But I got a couple guys. I got one pro, 145er, this MMA fighter. I got me. I got another couple amateur, 155ers, whatever. I said, we'll give you some work. But, I mean, you're probably going to beat the shit out of us. Because you're, if you're 18 and 1 as a professional boxer, dude, you're really good. Y'all dog walked the fuck out of this guy, dude, right? beat the dog shit out of him in the first round. So he comes out. We touch, we touch gloves or whatever. And I just proceed. like, And I'm bringing my A game. Right, because you think he's fucking because 19 I think and he's, 1. Yeah, I think he's 19 and 1 or 18 whatever he said he was. So I'm bringing my A game right. full speed. I'm not going hard <laughs> with my punches because I don't want the dude to murder me because he's 19 and 1 as a professional boxer. But I'm bringing my <laughs> A game technically and speed-wise. And I just start piecing him up. And I'm like, hold up now. Either I'm a way better boxer than I thought I was. (laughs) Or this dude's full of shit. So I piece the dude up. Well, then Wes got in there with him. Wes Bossy, who used to work here. Yeah. And then Wes beat him up. And I'm like, okay. It's official. This dude's full of shit. Right? Because Wes was a decent 155 MMA fighter. Amateur. Amateur. Decent. Not exceptional. Not the best boxer. He was decent. He was right. pretty good. He was pretty good. He had already, he was pretty good, but he wasn't. He was like 500 fighter as an amateur. Right. You know what I mean? Like he, he couldn't beat like the guys at the top of the game at 155, but he beat the dog shit out of this guy. And then Jason got in there and beat the dog shit out of him. And See, it was, I was like. I wasn't there that night, but I remember I came in like a day or two later and he came back to the gym to hit like bags. And I, and I remember you telling me about it. Yeah. And, and you was telling me about him, and I watched him hit bags, and I was like, no. Yeah, there's no way. He's over there in the bag, and you're like, dude, I <laughs> no can way, tell dude. you right now you're not a professional boxer. No way. If you are, you're a journeyman. You're you're a dude. You're one in 19. You're not 19 and one. Wow. You know? There's a few guys out there, but but the thing about it was, was he, he had this. He should have never fought, because he had a lot of locals here believing that were he was. They chanting for him. Yeah. The and it was like. Champ, one, champ, too. Champ. Yeah, because he fought another dude. Yeah, the dude was, he fought was like. Worse than him. Oh, and four. And then, you know, he fought again. Though. All he did was out cardio him. No. Was, there was no little. Skill. I remember how. That's what I'm saying. And that, there wasn't even little. There was no, there was no like, skill involved in it. It was just I they know. were swinging for each other. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said from grandma. Well, house. then he yeah. fought another guy who was also, once again, not that skilled, but just was kind of tough and swung hard. And he put it on his ass in the first round in his next boxing match. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. the last one. That was the last. And he never fought again. I yep. just remember that time that time that you fought the first boxing match like i was listening to the old guy talking to him in the locker room i was like this is crazy yeah you had told me about it like that dude's not fucking he's 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 talking all that shit but he's not about shit yeah. he's not about shit can't just, believe he won a fight and then like that was wild. i remember looking at his face when they called to like he was he was up next and his fucking eyes were just big as scared out of his mind like half dollars he was just like he was terrified. Yes, it was awful. It was all a show for him. You'd see yeah. him running down forty five, and he'd have hand wraps on. Right, and it's like, why are you jogging with hand wraps on, man? Some, no, he didn't put them on himself. I remember the old dude putting his hand wraps on for him because he could not put them on. Well, he was taping his hands. Taping, maybe everybody has a coach tape their hands. No, whatever he was doing, he was trying to do it and could not do it. I think maybe he was practicing with hand wraps before. I'm okay. talking about training hand wraps. Like you're gonna tape yes. before a fight, but no, 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 no. Not before the fight, like like in sparring before the fight or whatever the fuck they were doing. Yeah, he was sparring before the fight. Well, what the fuck ever he was doing, it might not even have been hand wraps, but his that old guy that was with him was like, he was he just tried and he tried and he tried and he could not get it right. And that old dude was like, just let me do it for you. Just let me do it for you. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. That was after you told me that. So I just, like, I just sit there and watch in awe. And then after I was like, this dude's supposed to get murdered and then he goes out there, scared as shit, swinging from grandma's house and wins a fucking fight. I'm just like, holy shit, he's going to be in the paper tomorrow. And that's sad. first legitimate time being in the yeah, paper. Yeah, he's 20 and 1 now. And he, but you weren't at, were you at the last, I don't think you followed no, last No, I haven't card. been to anything since the oh, fucking chair. You remember that dude that was standing on, at the at the trotter, he was standing on the stage and he just got belligerent because he was yes, so damn drunk. And, yes. <laughs> and he was calling everybody out and just cussing everybody. And he was fishing to get wild. It was right? a Mexican from Warren Jones, yeah, he, Jones Jr. camp, right? Oh, he was talking shit. It was wild. Because the Mexican was fighting a dude from uh, Sky Boxing. Where's right? that? That's Deontay Wilder's camp. Okay. Okay. He's fighting a, a dude from there. And this dude was an Alabama fan, and he's local, so he's like, "I'm gonna vote." I'm gonna, and I know who the guy is, but he's like, "I'm gonna root for the guy from Alabama. I'm gonna root for the guy, the local." 
and he's like getting belligerent. But the thing about it was, was this little Mexican that was in there beating the shit out of him? He it was, was really bad. tough fight. He was <laughs> he was really good, but he brought his whole family, la familia, bro. He it looked like a like a yeah. Like a like a what's it was it when a girl turned sixteen or a quinceanera look like a quinceanera in there dude like there was like a hundred Mexicans that had drove from uh, Mexico no they, from, from Florida they to this be, fight they yeah. they drove twelve hours or something crazy wherever Georgia, they, they Georgia, all Georgia, got Panama in one City, bus area. in a small car yeah they all drove from Tijuana they, all got, they did it they were here they all got in a Ford Escort and they all. <laughs> 30 of Six, them rode. 30 of them in a Ford Escort. So they get there, and they're deep as fuck, dude. They're deep. But they're all being super cool and nice to this guy. Because they all have knives. And and this dude is talking shit, and one of them is like, dude, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this shit, dude. You better chill. And he just keeps talking shit. There's literally 40 Mexicans in here that are about to jump you, dude, and they're going to kill you. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to die you're sitting here talking shit. Dude, they don't even live here. The cops are never going to solve this murder. No. Like, like all their faces are tattooed. They don't bro. even. No, they weren't. They were just regular. They're all normal. from MS13. That's not true. Um, Those aren't even Mexicans. <laughs> MS13 Mexican. are too. I thought MS13 was like El Salvadorian. Welcome to America. I know a lot of Mexicans are, are oh, okay. MS13 though. Um, but just because you're Mexican doesn't mean you're MS13. Um, true. I'm Tyler's over here just trying to fucking uh, spread some yeah. racial like. Uh, love, bigotry around love. a little bit. Racial love. But anyway, and so my but the, the guys that work in security were all from the gym. It was like Lawrence, Oliver, and some guys that were all working security. So Oliver goes over to him and is like talking to him and is like, hey, man, you got to chill. Go sit down. And the dude kind of like he kinda got moves, loud yeah. with Oliver a little bit. And Oliver's like, whoa, homie. Who is Oliver? The train's here. Oh. So then everybody from the gym's like, hold up now. So then I was just like, <laughs> Skirt, like now I'm finna get involved now because now you beefing with Oliver. Were you a judge at this point? Uh, uh-uh, no, I was just watching. So you was just there. I had some other people in the card, I think. So you was just gooning, right? I was just oh, gooning. Boy. So I was just like, all right. I was like, skirt, hold up. So I walk over there, and then he's like, "What's up, Jack?" He's like talking to me. And I'm like, "No, nah, cause nah, like homie. this is my dog right here. Like this dude, this, this dude is working security. This dude trains with me. Like this is my boy. You got beef with him. You got beef with me. I don't care how we know each other." You know, like it's it's what it is. But and he got he got like he was just really drunk and just belligerent. And everybody in this room knows a little thing about or two about being drunk and belligerent. But not me. Um, you know, it just uh, <laughs> it just uh, it was one of those times where you just want to take that dude and be like, "Look, bro, you about to get hurt real bad." He was fixing to have a bad night. He was fixing to have real a bad. horde of Mexicans and a bunch that's, of gym folk on him. Yeah, that's um, awesome though. You know what I mean? That he lived through it. Yeah, he did. He he lived to tell the tale. Yeah, he sure did. I almost got killed by MS13 and Relentless. Not MS13, Tyler. Look, when you say stuff like this, I have to edit it out. Oh yeah. When you say ridiculous, like racial, like stereotypical (laughs) things about non-white people, I have to edit that out, and it makes my job so much harder. Sorry, I meant the Bloods. That's (laughs) it. I'm not doing this man up podcast anymore. This will be our last episode. Last episode coming from <laughs> live not. from Columbus, Mississippi. <laughs> See the last live. episode or is the last episode Tyler's gonna be on one it's, or the other. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out one way or another. <laughs> we'll get there one day. Oh, man, you know how much long it takes me to edit one of these episodes? Yeah, I don't know because you've fucking l- been throwing that shit on there, homie. At least yeah, I have been. <laughs> uh, no, that kind of stuff I don't though. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Um, the the it takes me at least as long as the episode is. So you gotta listen saying. to all my. I gotta bullshit. listen to it, and then I gotta figure out what I'm gonna keep and what I'm gonna cut. Yeah, it takes a long time. Usually about four or five hours. Keep Tyler says keep all of just it. Keep it all. That's kind of what I've been doing a little bit. Like I've, I'm definitely just not as picky as I used to be. I mean, now I don't even listen to episode anymore. We haven't got fired yet, so it's straight. You know, you were talking about earlier. You know, you hadn't got we hadn't got dropped. You'll probably get that call this weekend. If motherfuckers know that I just be bullshitting, they're just gonna be like, he's just bullshitting. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna get a call. Like, it's fine. <laughs> You I, think, I think that people do just like take shit way too seriously all oh, the yeah. time. All the time. Like I think the entire country just needs to take a fucking chill pill. Well, especially in 2020 and 2021. But hear me out. You got yeah. Confucius. Wes. I, I downloaded a screenshot of some of those. You got Mr. Mr. Come with it, you know, super facts or okay. no facts, whatever. Whatever you want to say. I mean, it depends on what you're talking about, but you let them know beforehand. Yeah, right. And then me, I just spurt out random bullshit. And that you don't mean I don't mean it at all. You're just being fucking stupid. But just this disclaimer here that I don't mean it at all. It's like a jack in the box. Don't get fucking mad about it. It's just a joke. Like essentially Tyler looks at the Man Up podcast as like he's doing a stand-up routine. 
And, like, he's just saying whatever he thinks is funny. He doesn't give a shit if it's super offensive. Like, it's almost better. To Tyler, it's like if it's really offensive and, like, nobody else could pull off saying this on radio or on a podcast, that makes it better. So who's mad about it? You know? So if you're mad about it, I'm I don't know. Kidding. Pull your panties out of you. Yeah, you know, I like bit. that. Do you think eighteen hundred has looked at us yet and said, mm, no, <laughs> "Probably eighteen hundred is not going to touch us after that MS thirteen <laughs> no, com- comment because like, oh. it's made in Mexico." No, look, they're not going to touch us. Hit me, hit me. Eighteen hundred supported by your local MS thirteen. <laughs> why are you making it worse? Oh wait. You Why can't are you that making it you worse? You can't bro. call out a company and then throw them associated. With I want to read it. One of the most eighteen hundred, not associated with your local MS thirteen. That's better. Boom. That's done. better than Boom. what you did the first time. Done, son. Unfortunately, it all got recorded. Yeah, but they don't have to know. Like, you can cut the video out. I'm not going to. Oh, the video, yeah. Yeah, but not you the could just do audio. just the video. Just put a bleep on it. Just the video, not recorded by your local MS. Beep, and then they'd be like. Well, I wonder what Mississippi Road he's talking about. <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm not going to edit shit. MS, what, 82, 12? What the fuck is he talking about? I'm not editing anything. It's County Road. Yeah. Not editing you hear that? anything at all. Are you finna pour me one? So yeah. anything I have Hell to say, yeah. mother... F- you're going to hear it. I think half it's shot, funny half that you shot, just... Half shot. I think it's funny you just bleeped yourself. I did. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. Half. Where's your cup at, Wesley? Right there, homeboy. So... Anyway, that was a that was a that was a good time, man. I, I actually I don't think they're going to be doing any more of them. The boxing, the boxing here in town. Why? Because of Shannon didn't make any money. Um, after Shannon passed, after I quit farting, after you quit farting, fighting after the oh, I don't want to get in. Uh, I don't want to get in everybody's business, but yeah. it's not my business. If it ain't my business, I don't want to get in. I don't hear. So, anyway. That's uh that's another that's another story for another time when the camera's off and the audio's not running. But, I like that. But I'm just gonna say this: stop being a bitch, start fighting. Um, I mean, maybe you don't. I, just, I don't tell you what to do. Just just take that for what it is. I don't tell you what to do, bro. Maybe You're my friend. If you don't want to fight ever again, I support you. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll I'll probably fight one or two more times eventually. If you do do MMA, so I can watch you beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, if I'd buy it, it'd probably be MMA. The only reason I did boxing was because it was the only thing happening in Columbus that I wasn't having to promote. Like the MMA, show, the last MMA show here, I was like kind of co-promoting. I was like helping putting that show on, and I was like training fighters for the show, and so I really couldn't fight on it. I think you should do something like <clears throat> what's that thing that UFC does? That little small thing they do on the contender series. Yeah, the contender series. I think you should do a little baby contender series and host it here and get your license and host fights here like I, think sm- be cool. I have thought about putting on fights here the like gym. a smoker yeah yeah what th- you call it? i think you you can, well if you get a license it's not a smoker it's a actual fight at that point oh dope if it's a smoker you don't have to get a license what's a smoker a smoker is like sparring it's like fighting it's like competing but it's not like full in man it's not like so sanctioned it's unsanctioned sparring yeah which no sparring sanctioned but but could you could you could you What's the word I'm looking for? Could you do a purse for an unsanctioned spar? No. So there's no. What if you call it a tournament? Uh, you'd you have to sanction it, probably. Still. But yeah. could you charge at the door? No. So there's so there could be no. It's a nonprofit. A smoker. You can make non-profit. money off of like food sales. So there are certain individuals that have gotten away with this previously. That I don't like the way they do business, but this was kind of smart. What they would do was. It was free to come in, but to come in, you had to, not until I start getting some money, Playboy, um, to come in, you had to, um, Tyler's trying to turn the 1800 so it's facing the camera, and I, I'm saying not until we get money. Um, let's get money, fool. Let's get money. Let's get when money. When 1800 decides they want to pay us, to keep How, dropping them. Why would they pay us if they're not even in the shit? Why would they be in the shit if they're not paying us? <laughs> we're gonna get paid, brother. But if, if we just keep them in the in the shot anyway, oh, touche. Keep plugging them anyway. What Let value? Hold this what's, what's the reason for them to start paying us? Now you make sense. I yeah. mean, for seventeen weeks straight, we've been repping. Yeah, we've been repping for seventeen weeks, dog. Hey, it's time for us to bring it back down a notch or two. I want to bring up another thing. I was talking about something, yeah. right? Oh yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, food, food, food. Uh, so what he would do was he would he would say, oh, it's um, the, it doesn't cost anything to come watch the fight. But you have to buy a plate of food. Oh, you have to. In order to watch it. I and then you. while you're eating your food, you can watch the fights. 
but the plate is twenty five dollars. That's pretty smart. Or thirty dollars. You could do that from the door and say, "Hey, entry is you got to buy a food ticket." Yeah, you got to buy food. Yeah, and then you get a glass of sweet tea and yeah. a and a and some ribs and some plate salad and baked beans or whatever. Or, you know, yeah. that's not terrible because last night I paid eighty five fucking dollars for some rib tips, some chicken wings, two grilled cheeses, and some other something for Taylor. I don't know. That's not bad. Yeah. A fucking plate of ribs and some. Yeah, you couldn't do ribs. For I'm it, just saying, but, but yeah. whatever. If you make it like decent, a yeah. decent meal. Yeah. And a glass of tea. Plus, you get to watch the fights, and you get a meal for twenty five dollars. Yeah, that is actually not bad. Forty five dollars. Because then you're getting fights, and you're paying what you would already it's be paying like for the inter- food. Entertainment and food for like a very cheap price. Yeah, that's not bad at all, dude. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's how you, that's how you got away with it. It's not. I'm not saying idea. I would do that. I would do that. I'm just saying that that's how you got away with it. I mean, you would have to do something, man, because if not, you're wasting your fucking time and resources. Well, you, you if you get it sanctioned, the problem with getting it sanctioned is you have to have a doctor, you have to have a uh, you have to have a uh, ambulance on there for every fight. So ambulance has to be there present. So if somebody gets hurt, you can't have fights until the ambulance gets back, right? Um, oh, and shit. then the commission gets a percentage of the door, like whatever everybody gets you have to pay the judges you have to pay um um the commission the refs all that but compared to the uh trotter you're not going to get near as many people in here um the that's room's true. not as big so that's I mean, true. you would have to i'm thinking the smoker might be the better way to go maybe it's just when you start doing smokers if you get caught and you oh it's not a legal thing to do it it's a gray area okay it's a gray area I it's gotcha. it's if you make a mistake and you get caught, you're gonna get fined. Like if somebody gets fucked up, um, it depends. Like hospitalized. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So let's just say you sanction the fight. Would you have to charge more at the door in order to cover right everything? Right. Probably. You would have to charge more at the door. Yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't be paying. Like one thing that killed us on the last show we put on was back then at the Trotter you couldn't uh, have. Um, you couldn't be in there past like eleven o'clock, even to break the break the cage. I passed twelve o'clock, whatever it was. So we had to rent the trotter for two days. For I'll the put next on two the, shows. No, not put it on two shows. You had to rent it for two days. One day for the show. One day to break down the cage and everything. Oh, yeah. You so that was the problem. You couldn't break down past twelve. Right. You couldn't be in there. Nobody could be in there at all. That's a city ordinance. City ordinance. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you know the trotters are owned by the city. So, um, yeah. That's the wild though. Yeah, it was a, it was right after the shooting, where that guy got killed. In the trotter, out, out front in the well, like in the what was the, the sidewalk. Event? Do you know the event? It it wasn't like a fight event or anything. It was a I don't know wedding or birthday party or something. I don't know. But the oh. dude got his shoes scuffed and uh, killed a guy. Are you fucking serious? Did he get Columbus misses? Nope. He's no. still in Columbus running around right now because nobody snitched on him. Wow, gangster grizzles. I'm not mad at that. We are. We, this is a, this is this is a sea town, baby. Columbus, Mississippi. I'm really not mad about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry for the guy who lost his life. Don't get me wrong, but like, and his family, yeah, and his, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Most like, of the family. Condolences, but if you think about it, like, if it was me or you, I'm not gonna just fucking rat you out just because. Yeah. You're gonna I'm have w- to be a bounty. <laughs> gonna have to get paid, huh? Yeah, at least a hundred grand, and then I can bail you out. So yeah, I'm not snitching. I'm not, have I wouldn't snitch on you anyway. But nobody, no. said, this dude did it in front of everybody. How nobody snitched? I'll I mean, like, maybe a fear. Maybe I don't know, but that's yeah, that's wild. That is crazy. Nobody snitched. Like, I'm, did it I'm, right in front? I mean, the cops know who did it, but they just don't have a case. The cops know who did. They know who did it. Really? But they just don't have a case to convict. Do you know who did it? Mm, I know the guy's name. Wow. I mean, I've heard the guy. I've heard the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that everybody says did it. It's alleged. I was not there. Alleged. I have no information to prove that this individual that I've heard his name and I don't remember his name. Was it Wes? Yep. Wes Dunham. Okay. Wes Dunham. That's what I heard. Wes Dunham committed that murder. I have no clue what y'all are talking about. I just walked in from taking a piss and it's probably false. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you oh. committed a murder recently in Columbus? Nope. Well, in the last three yep, years. It's false. Yep. Three? Um, three years? Something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I have thought seriously about putting on something here. Anyway, so yeah, that's the yeah, that's my bad. It's a, that's that gangster town, dog. Columbus, Mississippi. It is represent. pretty gangster. But it like, is a gangster town. Like, it's funny when I first moved here from our uh, Blyville, 
Steel, Missouri. Steel, Missouri. Blah, I, I lived in both at the yeah, time. I, I flip flop. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, it's cool. Still, Missouri's ghetto too as fuck. Still, Missouri is ghetto as fuck. I mean, it's tight. Don't get me wrong. I, I used to love it. I used to love it. It was a small town, but it was ghetto as fuck. Like, how do you beat both? Yeah. That Columbus life. pulls it off, dog. Not this small. God damn it. There's no, only 2,000 no, people yeah, in Steel. Yeah, Steel's way smaller. And then Bly was smaller than Columbus. But anyway, like. I thought Bly and Columbus were close to the same size. No. Okay. Not even. Maybe. There's maybe it's just so ghetto. There's not enough shit there because it's ghetto. That's, you know, that's why Columbus doesn't have more shit than it does. Shout out Blyville though. Nobody kill me. Um, but the cool <laughs> thing about it is like when I got here, and I seen like it's like Columbus, the friendly city. I was like, fuck yeah, this is gonna be a change of pace. So I walk in <laughs> the Watkins forty five next to the fucking Master Hose, and this dude, he's like ghetto as fuck, and he looks super thugged out. I was like, fuck, I need to hide my wallet. Just kidding. Yeah, Blavel is about half the size of Columbus. 14,000. Uh, We're 23. So. He holds the door open for me at the fucking Watkins 45. I was like, God damn, I thought he was going to shoot me or rob me or kidnap <laughs> me or fuck my dog or something. And instead, he holds the door open for me. I was like, this is the friendly city. Fuck yeah, it is. And then like 12 years later, no, it's not. I know this city. This is not the fucking not friendly, the friendly city. city. It's no, not even, it's it's no not even the remotely nice city. <laughs> it's fucking Chirac. Yeah. It is. This place Dude is will crazy. hold the door a door open for you so he can and like follow you out to your car and then yeah. like fucking throw a boulder like, in your oh, back. It's not that bad. This but poor it's... little guy from Arkansas thinks I'm nice. <laughs> let Psych. Me, let me steal his rims and <laughs> kill him. Bro, I had uh I've had my car left on the ground for yeah, somebody stealing my room. Down here I have? Yeah. 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 I sure did. They I mean, they stole my shit and left it on the ground. So friendly. Bro. Like it's so weird. I mean, it was probably just like I was so close to the door, it was like here you go, bro. But instead, I took it like, this is the friendly city. And blah, well, they would have slammed it. Like, fuck, yeah. that's awesome. And then the more and more I'm Honestly, here. Honestly, man, really, though, everybody yeah. here is really friendly to me. It's because we're all, we're all, y'all country is fuck. I ain't going to say y'all. You're from here. I'm not from. I, you are. I, I feel you're like I'm country as fuck, too. You're as country as I am. Like, Taylor told me the other day, she was like, how does everyone have a fucking uh, draw, but you don't? And I was like, I don't have a fucking, I don't know. I do have one, I think. Do I have Some, one? Sometimes. I don't think so. I, I, I don't hear. I don't hear it on anybody. Though. I think it's acquired though. I don't hear anybody. It's draw. an acquired draw. You know what I mean? You like, know what's funny? When it's, I went to California, they used to dog the fuck out of me. Oh, though. dude, I got fucked with all the time when I was stationed out there. It's like, oh, you fucking redneck faggot. And I'm just like, what the fuck did I do? They called you redneck faggot in California. Uh, no, because they don't say faggot in California because they're all <laughs> a bunch of faggots. But <laughs> damn it. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. editing that either, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. It was I'm, just a joke. Once again, it was just a joke, but. No, that like I used to go to this place and get coffee every morning because I used to get up at the crack of ass. I don't know what time, four thirty or something, to do my job. Anyways, I would order a coffee. I want a coffee. I want a coffee. And they're like, "Oh, you want a coffee?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want a fucking coffee, bitch. Give me my <laughs> shit." And they're like, "Yourself, fucking country." I'm from Missouri, though. It's the Midwest, bitch. <laughs> kind of, but it's kind of good. You're kind, from yeah. South Missouri. I mean, Missouri. it's very, it's great. It's country. It is country, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's country. It might not be that southern, but it's country. Like though. I remember saying something about bed bugs one time. They were like, "Say that again." I was like, "Bed bugs?" And they're like, "Bed bugs?" Bro, when I moved here, I got made fun of in Columbus, Mississippi, really? for my accent. Oh wow, because yeah. I was from Vernon, Alabama. Your shit's pretty strong though. Sometimes, and when I, I think get, it's gotten better. Well, it depends. When I'm on here. I covered up, but when I'm taught when I get drunk, or when I get excited, or I start like mud riding, or I go home or something, I start visiting with people that like talk like that. It like just comes back, and I start talking like this right here, man. And I'll be like, "Hey, man, look at him down there at that dish right under, and um, grab me that, grab me that Kaiser blade. We're gonna cut the cut the weeds back, man. You know." And everybody's like, "Golly, Jake, why did you suddenly get so country?" He's like, "Man, that's how I used to talk. It's like L's turn into W's. I be man, man, run down there on that uh, the damn. You know, I, I talk like Boomhauer on fucking Absolutely. King of the Hill <laughs> when I get excited. But it's like depending on who you're around to, yeah, like, you can control it. Yeah. So if, like used to when I first moved here, I tried to t sound fucking country as fuck. It's like, it's it's forced. It's very forced. So I stopped doing it. But Taylor don't think I have a draw. But I then, don't hear a draw either. Like in California, they think I have one really bad. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, they can tell. Dude, when I was stationed out there, like, I don't think I have a draw pretty bad. <clears throat> but one of the guys I was stationed with lived in California. Yeah. In the car that I had bought, my mom lived in Alabama at the time. And so when I got it, it had Alabama tags on it. 
And at the time, the Alabama license plate said stars fell on Alabama. Yeah. Think? So, and I didn't think I had a Southern draw, but whenever I was in the service and we'd play like on Fridays, we'd do like uh, for PT, we'd do like, I don't know, play basketball or volleyball or something like that. All right. And one of the guys I was stationed out there with from California, his name was Joe. And, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I had such a bad southern accent or draw that they used to tease me about it. So every time he'd score on me, he'd go, Stars fell on shit. Because <laughs> of my God damn license plate. And I was like, dude, I'm not even fucking from Alabama. You're on top of Texas, that, I don't though. fucking have that bad of a draw. You know what's funny? But I remember that. I remember that license plate. <laughs> but dude, they, I had that license plate. They used to clown on me. And I, that's why I was asking. I don't think I have a bad draw. But man, they, in either. California, they can fucking tell. You're yeah. basically Hispanic, so it doesn't matter. You fucking right, I am. How's that? He's from I'm, Texas, I'm dog. fucking full blooded, I guess. Full blooded what? Texican. <laughs> full blooded. This motherfucker just said he's a full blooded Texican. <laughs> he is. Look at him. Jesus. He's so Christ, fucking weird. Bro. Like, until I knew he was from Texas, he didn't look Hispanic. Now that I know he's from Texas, I feel like his lineage is Hispanic. Straight not. up. Straight it's up. Probably Mexican not, Mexican. but it's just me looking at I him. I moved right here now. in 96. I haven't been to Texas in a long time. Homie, just looking at you, though, like with the, with the mic in front of your mouth. You look like you could be like three quarter Mexican. I'm just dark. No, I'm just dark and black. Like not Mexican, Mexican, no. but at least Cholo for real. At least. Why don't? <laughs> for real. What? Chicano. I'm sorry, Chicano. Oh I'm my sorry. god. Chicano. You're Chicano. Chicano. Off, man, you're gonna get us. No, I, I fucked think, that up. I, think, I just fucked it up. I think up. that Tyler like just. Makes I fucked a, it up. Really, that was serious, and I fucked it up. I meant comes, Chicano. He just Chicano's comes on like half like, Mexican. Let me see if I can get the man up podcast taken off. No, I really didn't mean to say Cholo. We're gonna be the next Alex Jones. I meant to say Chicano. Get off my dick. I'm not. I'm not Mexican. But I swear, like that thick ass beard, that fire ass thick ass beard. Jake's got one too. His is redneck. I'm just dark complected. I'm redneck or red? Both. And then I got this fucking mange on my shit. It looks like fucking algae. It's getting there though, right? It is getting there. Getting you take, there? It looks like you're you taking some stuff? Yeah. I'm doing a lot of beard workouts. <laughs> beard workouts. I'm doing they face, work, dog. I'm doing face push ups. <laughs> Can you show me how you do those real I, quick? I, Please. About this far more, Pull. and I just. Pass out on my face. Please, please, <laughs> straight us. concrete face plant. Every time you try to breathe, you're like. <laughs> 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 but it is working. Like I'm, I got this brush. It's like a fucking thing you brush a horse's tail, and I brush my face with it. It's supposed to get rid of dead skin, which opens pores. Hmm. And then I have this beard growth oil, which I'm pretty sure it's to grow the hair you already have and not new hair. But I'm lathering up pretty good on that shit. And there's some beard if you wash. If you make the hair you already have long enough, we won't be able to see the spots that you don't That's have That's a hair. fact. So I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. You're just going to keep it up. Right now, I'm I'm just trying to see what it do. And y'all don't they don't think it'd it be like it do. They don't think it'd be like it is. <laughs> it is, but it do. But it do. Yeah. So I'm going to just check it out. I don't know. I mean, it's not that bad. I don't, yeah. I'm not seeing enough for it to be that fucking important. Right. It's not like you're like making your no. living on camera. Oh, so I'm not on WCBI every right. day or in movies. Or even like me where you like you got Camo walking around behind yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if, if I could get a shot or two on the fucking internet, but that's never going to happen. I guess because I'm ugly. I don't know what the deal it is. It is because you're ugly. Am I ugly, Mo? You are ugly. Say it. Do y'all ever wonder Say it, Mo? What, what goes through Mo's head when we're on these podcasts? I want to nope. know. All I hear is left, right, left, right, left, right. You Jake hear that? Tyler West. Jake Tyler. Yeah. Huh. Looking at Mo, I hear that. Okay. Well. Wrapping it up, guys. Uh, what, uh, what? What's everybody got going on this week? Going forward, this week. Hope to get some training in this week because man, that snowstorm screwed me. Bro, that snowstorm was crazy for an entire week. I missed an entire week of jujitsu. Yeah, we didn't have any class Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. If you didn't show up Thursday and Friday, that's your fault, son. Well, we didn't I have class I'm Friday. Like, I'm like you today. I had to catch up on work. I mean, oh, I missed yeah. like three and a half, four days of work. You want to know it's insane? It's not really that crazy because it turned out. It turned out to be good for me, but I got a text Wednesday. I took off Tuesday because it was insane Monday night, right? And so Tuesday, I just I called in. I was like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna try it. It's not worth dying over. I mean, or, I couldn't even get out of my driveway. You know, I almost could have fucked up the Bugatti though. You know what I mean? And I've only had it for a week. Yeah. So it's like it's not really worth it. So then I called in, and I called in again Wednesday. And the guy was like, okay, cool. And so I showed up Thursday, but Wednesday I got a text from the HR lady and she was like, mandatory weekends. Because you had missed. I didn't know that. What I thought was the meal went to shit. 
And when the mill goes to shit, it's mandatory. Because we got a lot of work to catch up on. That's what I assumed. No. It was just because I missed. So I was like, man, that's fucked up. That's bullshit, kind of. I got to spend my vacation for the two days I missed. Also, I have to work the fucking weekend. Dang. Not cool. Show up Thursday. And my GM's like, no, that's not the case. The deal is you're going to work the weekend to cover the two days you missed. And it doesn't go against your vacation. And the two days you missed count as your fucking weekend. So I was like, that's fucking badass. So I get to save two days vacation. I had two days off during the week. And then I have to work the weekend. But who gives a fuck? I do it every weekend almost. Every other weekend. I'm still. What's one weekend between two weekends, right? Yeah. It's three weeks in a row, so what, but I'm not busy. So what do we got going on this week? Well, I'll I, I tell you what I want to ask y'all. What uh, what are we? What are you guys doing? And I'm 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 gear shifting super hard right here. I'm going from like first to fifth. You ready? Yeah. What are y'all doing right now to reach whatever goals you have? Confucius. Confucius, go first. Um, well, until this past week and the snowstorm kind of screwed me up, but um, I was kind of uh, trying to get prepared for that jiu-jitsu competition and so i was training like super fucking hard like yeah, you gave me the work one night last week took a fucking toll on me dude like i was like i was in training fucking mode and then all of a sudden snowstorm says hold on slow down cuz yeah so so this week what do we got to do i'm just gonna jump up i'm not gonna try to overcompensate but i'm gonna hit it back hard hit it back right like what it was this yeah. was up you know something that i'm working on i feel like um, if i overcompensate i'll blow my i'll blow my gasket yeah you get hurt yeah probably um what I'm working on is I spend a lot of time and effort tripping and depressed and sad that I'm not where I want to be in my life. Yeah. Right. And it's a good thing in a lot of ways because I tend to like get really, um, I get really down about it, but it also pushes me to work really, really hard. Like fuel. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do this week, what I tried to do this last week was just spend time and just be really, cause um, a lot of people, they get to where they worked so hard to be, and then they never take time to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like you spent, I spent years working to get where I am right now, years to get exactly where I'm sitting. And I've realized, man, I'm not even taking the time to like be grateful for that. Because one thing I've learned, if you can't learn to be grateful for what you have right now, you'll never get what's next. If you can't be grateful for what's in front of you. You're not going to be grateful for the next step either. And then the next step. It doesn't matter how successful you get. You'll cry on a Ferrari just like you can cry on a Pinto. You can cry on a mansion just like you can cry on the projects. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't learn to be happy with... And I'm putting my headphones back on. Tyler's telling me I'm, I'm talking too loud in the microphone. If you can't learn to be happy with the small things in your life, you're never going to be happy with the big things either. That's, I mean, that's a proven fact. I don't care how, how much of a high achiever you are. Exactly. You just have to learn to not, not, and I think there's a difference between happy and satisfied, right? All um, right. Ed Milet talks about being blissfully dissatisfied. Like I'm very happy with the fact that I'm dissatisfied. You know what I mean? Like I'm blissfully dissatisfied, and I love I love that shit. So what I'm working on right now is just making sure that I stay grateful and take time to enjoy what's in front of me and not sit around because I mean I have this like. You know, we've talked about it on here before where I've talked about, like, I have this, like, pull where I feel like I need to go and accomplish all these things and do all these things, and I don't even know what they are sometimes. Oh, you need to do it now. Yeah. But I don't there's even, nothing. But I don't even but know don't, what it is I want to do. Yeah. I just know that I need to do something big. I just know that I need more. I need Something's more. I need more. Pulling at you, Something's yeah. pulling me. I need more. But then it's like, dude, I don't take the time to, man, my kids are only going to be little ones. Oh, you don't appreciate what you You know have. what I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a position right now where... Okay, yeah, I'm not making a million dollars a year, but I'm reasonably comfortable and I'm doing what I love every day. I teach jujitsu for a living and teach MMA for a living. And I come in here and I've got, you know, uh, I do a podcast with my friends and, and it's it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that I feel like anybody else would be happy with. And just appreciate I haven't been. Have. And just, I think that taking the time to be grateful for the things that are in front of you, grateful for the things that you have, is just so important. And so that's my that's my short term project right now that I'm working on. You stole mine. 
Really? Yeah. That was I'm yours? not kidding. Really? I'm not kidding. All right, really. What made you? What made you decide to just being grateful in general? Because I'm such an ungrateful fuck, man. Like I don't yeah. care. Like I'm always bitching about everything that goes on in my life. I am too. I'm the same way. You know what I'm I mean? Like too. I have a good job. I have two beautiful kids. I have a wife who is pretty much a fucking rock star, in my opinion. She's constantly moving up, and I'm spinning my wheels, and it's like, but whose fault is that, right? Right. It's my fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not her fault. Right. It's not the kid's fault. So, like, I kind of blame everyone else but myself. So I'm kind of trying to step back and take a look at myself, be grateful for what I have, and then think about what I need to do mm-hmm. to better myself. And it's been... It's been tough. I'm not going to lie. It's been tough. Because, like, she just started a new job. Not fucking Monday. It's supposed to be Monday, but snowstorm turned it into Friday. Whose fault is that? Not mine. Just kidding. It's not. It's not. It's really not. It could be. I don't know. It could be. Did you cause the snowstorm? It could be karma. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Like, my job's kind of important to the family right now. And I'm always bitching about what I do and what everyone else doesn't do. But, like, what I do really does seal the deal. Mm -hmm. So I should just be happy that I have a deal sealer right now. Right. And I can slowly move in another direction if that's what I want to do. Especially if you know what the direction is. Right. That's a problem. You know what I mean? That's a problem. Like, knowing what that direction is. Because if you don't know what that direction is, there's no reason to be ungrateful. There's no reason to be ungrateful ever for anything. I agree. I think a good exercise because one of the most important things you can do to rewire your brain is learn to be grateful. Because if you can't celebrate your wins, then and you can't be grateful, you're never going to be happy. Right. And so, um, like this week was awesome for me. I think I think rewiring your brain into that mindset of gratitude and because um, you know your brain is just it's like a computer, you know, and the way yeah. that you feel about things and the way that you see things is because of the way that you've trained your brain to see them or and some of it's genetic some people just genetically see things differently than other people do some people are genetically more negative or more positive i think i take things for granted like i think everybody does that though. healthy children yeah, yeah. Like, I everybody little, does my that. little boy just turned three this week on valentine's day you know what i mean like i take that for granted all the time mm-hmm. i'm always like this little motherfucker this, this little motherfucker. right He's always blah blah blah. At least he can do that, right? Right. But I don't think about it. My like kids that. are awesome, you know. Yeah. But I, I do the same thing. You know, I've got awesome kids that are funny and they're right. You know, they're they 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 crack me up and they they like they're stressful. Don't get me wrong, they're stressful. But yeah. you know, like, dude, I've got beautiful kids that love me and I love them and I get to be in their life and I get to see jujitsu and I make good money and I you know like like almost anybody else in the world would give their left nut to be sitting where I'm sitting right now. Mm-hmm. I'll get and both of them. All I think about is like, how am I going to get to the next level? How am I going to get to the right. next level? And I don't think that's a bad thing, but when it's all you think about, it wires your brain to be really I ungrateful I can see that for, for sure. what you do have. And it's like, dude, I worked so hard to be where I'm at right now. I worked so hard for the things that I have. I've worked so hard. I've got a house that, I don't live in a beautiful mansion or anything, but I've got a house that doesn't cost me a lot of money to live in. Everybody's got their own room. The boys stay in the same room, but they don't have to. We've got another room they can stay in. They just like stay in the same room together. Right. Um, but, you know, I've got a four-bedroom house that, you know, doesn't is not expensive for me to stay in. I've got, you know, income that, I mean, honestly, if I wanted to take a week off and go do something, it I could do it. And it wouldn't change the amount of income. It wouldn't change my income. I wouldn't have. I'd still get paid. The gym would run fine. You know, I don't do that because I don't feel like I could. All right. But I could. Mental. You know what I mean? And so, like, I've, I've like, I've got this like terrible anxiety that I've built up in my own head from like lack of gratitude and lack of, of like appreciating and exercise. If you're listening or if you're in the room, either one. One of the most powerful exercises that I started doing was twice a day. When I first wake up in the morning and before I go to bed at night or before I leave here, I usually before I leave here, um, one of the exercises that I started doing was I will write down five things I'm grateful for. Okay. Because life is all about perception. Right. Life is all about perception. It's all about the way that you see things. It's not about what's happening to you. Life is not the events that's happening to you. It's like 3% the events and 97% 
how you perceive the events, right? That's life. Life is how you perceive. That's why you have people that live in war-torn countries that they're having to walk six miles and carry five gallons of water on their head every day so they have some clean water to drink, and they're some of the happiest people you know. And there's people crying themselves into a coma sitting in Ferraris right With now. bottled water. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because of the perception of their reality. It's not about their reality. The rea- both, both of their realities, while the person that has way less should be less happy, the perception of that reality is what's important. Right. And the perception of reality is, oh, I should be doing more or I sh- I'm not doing enough or I'm lonely or I don't have a family or I don't have a, I don't have people in my life that care about me or, I, or whatever. So you need to find a happy medium. And so you have to find that like blissful dissatisfaction of, of I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very grateful. I'm, I, I, I see all the great things in my life, but at the same time, I'm going to reach that next level. Right. And the other thing, man, is just learning it for me something I had to teach myself to do is celebrate my wins. When I get a win and I do something, man, I need take time and celebrate that. Yep. Take time and celebrate that win. Cause you're robbing your, your brain of, um, like dopamine and, and, and your pleasure giving hormones and, and, and chemicals that are released when you celebrate things. And you're going to deal with serious burnout when you don't sit back and celebrate the wins that you have in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. That's what uh that's my short term project right now. That's what I'm working on, and it makes a big difference when I do that. When I take that time and and say and do that and say that, that's a it's a big mindset shift for me. Cool. Yep. yep. Maybe you should babysit me through the week. Babysit you. Keep me grounded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I'll babysit you. Like I'll hit you. That way you know when to babysit me. Cool. Hit me up. It's not like we're not friends, so it's not like it's a job. Right. You know I mean? I'd love to hang out with you during the week. Right. I never see these guys you during the week. I see Weston. I'll see you. Well, anyway, guys, thank y'all so much for listening to the Man of Podcast. Do me a favor. If you're listening to this on iTunes or whatever, if you can leave a review, leave a review. If you get any kind of value out of this, leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on whatever you listen on. Five stars. If you think we're worth it, but I'll take even four. Um, I'll even take one if you think we suck, but I don't want that. Um <laughs> We, uh, if you do leave one star, let us know that it's my fault. Or who's our fault? Oh, I didn't take all my shot earlier. Anyway, leave us a review and uh, um, share this, man. Share this to your friends. Share this to your Facebook page, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Let us know that you and tag us in it. Uh, you can tag me, Tyler West, whoever. You have, you have Instagram, right? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Also, go join the Man Up group on Facebook. That's where we connect, and I answer questions and uh, post content. We I do training, um, sometimes you know here and there, and I, we all will post questions and anything like that. So if you have any questions, if you have people you want to see on the podcast, that's the place to put it, man. So I'll see y'all on the next episode. What, what episode was this? I think seventeen. Seventeen. So see you on episode eighteen. Peace. Peace. Brought to you by Relentless MMA and Fitness.